Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Crappy freaking story, man, uh, tomorrow. And it's something I hope gets the biker community together. There was a firefighter down in Texas, and because of his associations with uh, the Banditos Motorcycle Club, he lost his job. It's been going on for a couple years now, but the arbitrator just ruled that he cannot have his job back because he has links to the Banditos Motorcycle Club. Can you believe it? In this day and age, in this country, we now have it where firefighters can't have any connections to, quote, outlaw motorcycle clubs it's just freaking ridiculous and you know after i read that story because we haven't been uh, really covering uh, club rights on this uh, side uh but i'm doing a lot of that on my other channel if you guys haven't hit that channel hit the channel man uh that's where you're gonna get my real demented stuff over there because uh, i'm trying to keep this uh biker news related and stuff uh so you know the motorcycle rights stuff we're in a you know what i might as well call it the motorcycle rights uh channel over on that one uh just put the link down so you guys know where that channel is in uh what's it called uh, the description box or chat room whatever you get uh that's called right there but yeah uh i couldn't believe it i was like there's no damn way that this is happening you know here's a guy who runs into houses while they're burning down and then you have these pencil neck pricks getting rid of a hero because he had connections to a motorcycle club how how does that happen in this country now and i think that's why i heated up on the the club rights stuff and not only the club rights but i heated up on biker rights in general because it does have something to do with you guys. And on the last video, I argued about this. And I've gotten some, you know, what would you make the title that, you know, uh, clubs and uh, bikers deserve to be profiled? Well, you clicked it, didn't you? And I also believe if you don't get into the fight against all this profiling, you deserve to be profiled. So that way, you get to know what it feels like to be profiled. And maybe then... And only then will you get into the fight. Now, how do you get into the fight? It's easy. I gave you two organizations you to join. I'm a part of both of those organizations. And let me tell you, the one that I just showed you at that party, that's one of them, man. Not only do you get representation uh, for your rights, you know, helmet stuff, uh, profiling, but you get the party pretty damn good. Okay, that's A-bait. You're going to want to join A-bait. Now, where's A-bait at? Every state 
in this country, I think, has one, or they got something like a bait. Now, I believe in, uh, where is it, Missouri, they have uh, a different take on it. You know, damn it, man, I forgot what the name, Freedom of uh, Writers or something like that. Uh, it's not a bait down there. It's, some, it's like that. So there's somewhere you can join. And then another one is Motorcycle Rights Foundation. I just joined that one up. You're going to want to get involved in that. That's how you get in the fight. Another thing is, man, everybody should be blowing up Waco's phone right now. Anybody who knows, we be, we covered that Waco crap uh, for over three years. Texas uh, Biker Radio, Popeye, uh, and uh, OG covered it from start to finish. He's still going on it, man. And we seen during that time period how bad the cops really were. Yeah, nine people got killed in that thing, but four of them were killed by police. And there's been no accountability whatsoever with them deaths. I doubt there's even been an investigation. So when I hear that a firefighter in Waco gets fired because of his connections, and everybody knows, you know, in St. Toronto, me personally... I believe firefighters and paramedics are guardian angels. Now, I have epilepsy, and anytime I went down, them suckers know me by name, man. You know, buying them pizzas, all that stuff afterwards, but they're there, they know how to take care of me, and they get me to the hospital when I need to get to the hospital. I have nothing but the utmost respect and love for firefighters, so when I seen that damn story, which would be on tomorrow's video, I almost freaked out. Because, you know, it's in this country, it's like we have double justice, man. We really do. We really have two paths of justice. One for us lonesome people down at the bottom. And then you have the justice for the idiots at the top who have the money. So how that's not the country that our founders envisioned for us. So... You got these guys in Waco who you damn well know. Damn well know. You, you know what? Reyna was pushing this crap. He arrested over 170-something freaking people. Violated every damn rights in the damn book. And now they can get rid of a firefighter. This is not cool if you ask me. I don't know what you guys think about it, but it's something that everybody needs to, uh, you know, get involved in. How you doing, Mac, Lee, Marco? Hey, Lee, man, I'm talking about A-Bay, man, at the, the beginning of the show. If you guys want to know more about that uh, Iowa A-Bay run, Lee's in the house right now. Talk to him, man. I'm telling him, man, you know, you go to a freaking party uh, with A-Bay, you getting drunk, you're having a party, and hopefully you're seeing titties. But uh, anyway, I'll talk more about that later on. Uh, I think it's something that you need to do is get on the phone and throw support. Now, you'll see the story again tomorrow. Get his name, get on the uh, wing with Waco and say, hey, you know what? Just because he has these connections don't make him a bad person. How would you feel getting rid of him and he can be one of the guys who saved your ass from a fire that you probably started banging your old lady's neighbor or something, you know? How would you feel? This could have been the guy that saved you. These are the guys that cut you out 
of the cars with the jaws of life when you're laying there almost dead. These are the guys and the ladies. I got to put the ladies out there, man. I got to put the ladies out there that save your ass. They really are. They're the ones who pick you up, scoop you up, put you in that ambulance, and you go. So I think the biker community really needs to come together for this guy, man. It was just, you know, just unreal. And I don't know what uh, Popeye and OG and all them got uh, planned, if they're talking about it or not. So go over to Texas Biker Radio. He really gets into this stuff. But let's talk about, you know, the two-tier system of justice in this country. You know, I was so damn happy. Thank you, Leland. I really appreciate it, buddy. I was really happy in Las Vegas, if you couldn't freaking tell, uh, when I was doing the biker news segments, of how the Vagos got off. They were facing freaking years. I'm talking life in prison, man. And you had these guys sticking together so tough, so hardcore. And they were taking on the government, fighting them. And luckily, they had the money to do it. Because usually if you end up in a federal court, there's a 98% chance of a conviction rate or a 98% chance that you're not going to be able to fight them and you're going to have to take some kind of deal. Now, they were remanded, I believe, to jail. They couldn't get out. Now you got, you know, you have these politicians because that you know what they're in a they're all a cesspool every one of them man democrats republicans everyone i think it's a disgrace that this country only has two parties to choose from but you have these politicians they get out on bail or they will not even get charged with anything oh my god we can go into that stuff in the past about uh uh you know what <laughs> it's funny when they were talking about bloomberg might have hillary uh as a vice president, you know, everybody was going around joking, hey, man, you might be on suicide watch you put her on. But anyway, somebody like her gets off, but our firefighter gets dismissed. And this ain't the only case where a firefighter got dismissed for knowing a club. There's a couple down in Florida as well. I do not believe, you know, I can, you know what, they should enforce that against cops. They should be saying, you know what, we don't want our cops since, you know what, they stand and take their oath to protect and serve. See, I believe with Leo, and this is why I do this kind of stuff on my other channel because I don't want to look too biased uh, on this one, is you're either a cop or you're not a cop. You cannot be both. You can't. You know, so where is it where... I know there's cop clubs hanging around some freaking groups. I already know it's out there. So uh, our firefighter gets fired, but you can have cops, you know, doing whatever the hell they want. <laughs> Unreal. That it, it's just it's just mind boggling. Uh, Corey says police biker profiling is a real problem. Cops have another nothing better to do. I was working on my Kawe uh, dirt bike and just finished doing a valve adjustment. Took it around the block to see if it was. He gave me a warning. He got the finger. <laughs> Rock on, Corey. You all, you are nicer than I would have been. Uh, and that's one thing. I know there's a lot of people that don't like clubs. I already know it. You know. Over the years, I'd done polls and stuff. My last one was 30% didn't support motorcycle clubs, okay? You have your reasons. I get it. Me, you know, I catch a lot of freaking hell because, you know, I cover the clubs just like I would cover anything. Uh, 
but you got to understand what happens with motorcycle clubs it explodes out to the rest of us so if they're getting profiled real heavy so are you now i know people that were wearing damn hog hog uh freaking uh <laughs> patches abay patches and getting profiled now just think about that a hog patch will get you profiled because a lot of these leo do not know the difference it's funny when i interviewed somebody in the past about uh how he was trained and all that kind of stuff in the academy there's a special class just on bikers how the hell you like that man just because you ride a bike or you dress different or society sees you different they say they can profile you because you look like you're trouble that's basically what you're saying you know i was talking uh the other day you know my first time i got profiled man i was a young kid getting into this man this is the early 90s when this happened to me i was in my uh first club wearing the patch all that nine yards and you know i was just driving around putting around i was on my 77 triumph man i had uh uh the mini apes on that and i had the high risers and you know the cherries go off i'm saying oh great man it has to be my freaking handlebars and you know the guy you know he's sitting there and stuff i'm looking in the mirror saying what the hell's wrong with this freaking guy uh he did not move until there was five other squads that pulled up five other squads next thing you know i'm looking around like what the hell's going on here what did i kill somebody you know what did i do you know, he comes up, walks, he's like, and I was like, hey, man, what's up? Well, you know, we're just looking, you have a patch. I was like, so? Well, we never, uh, you had experience with this group in this area. It's like, okay, so? So what did I do? Well, you know, we just want to identify and stuff like that. They had me sitting on the freaking curb like some schmuck, uh, running through all my license stuff, running through everything they could to find something on me. They went through my freaking bags, even though I told them, you know, nah. Well, back then it was a little different than it is today, man. Back then it was a lot. It, it wasn't cool to be a biker, and that's one thing that uh, I tell a lot of people. You know, it might be cool to ride around with the pretty leathers and all that crap, but back then, man, it wasn't happening. Man, it wasn't. It was a total different uh, time period, and I have to admit, a t uh, total different time period in uh, the Chicago area. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. But yeah, man, that first profiling. Uh, experience left me in awe like you guys really do think you're gods you really do man what did you guys get beat up in high school or something you have to you know walk around with your schlong out you know saying hey i'm bigger than your stuff you can't be a human being tell me i'm right here tell me i'm right whenever this is even in a car you're getting pulled over Next thing you know, they got this huffy puffy crap in attitude, like they're God Almighty and they're the best thing known to man. Walk up to your car, let me see your license and registration, please. Okay, here, what's up? And then they get this attitude from, you know, at start one, and they wonder why people turn against them. They really do, man. They get these 
these little tin badges, they get these little guns, and next thing you know, they're above everybody. And I'm still waiting for that two-tiered uh, justice system to come down on, you know, Comedy and uh, all the rest of them, man. Uh, because that can't stand. You know, that's been proven, uh, that FISA stuff. And I talk about FISA and RICO. And those are two very dangerous freaking laws. There are, there are serious consequences to them laws to your personal liberty. And I don't think a lot of people understand that. Right now, the FISA uh, stuff is up for renewal. Now, that came about after the 9-11 with the Patriot Act stuff. You want to talk government surveillance? This ain't no conspiracy stuff that a lot of people, oh, that's just conspiracy. The government will never do that. They did it against a president. Are you kidding me? They'll do it against you in a heartbeat. They do it to motorcycle clubs all the damn time. All the damn time they'll do it against the motorcycle club. Uh, but they'll they'll do it to you, man. They're going to tap your phones because you think you're talking to some terrorists overseas? Watch, I'm going to get somebody banging on me because I made an, uh, uh, a reference to that. You watch. You watch. Some, uh, it's funny, man. I always look at uh, HarleyLiberty.com and I got all these incomers, all these incoming leaks. It's like, man, you guys got nothing better to do than just watch this? It's like, what the hell? But anyway, uh, that FISA and that RICO is dangerous. If you're really in the stopping something, and there's a lot of these congressmen, a lot of these senators that are opposed to uh, opposed to this FISA law, now is the time to get involved. Now is the time to say, hey, if there ain't no change, personally, I, I think it's unconstitutional, if you ask me. I really do. I think it's unconstitutional. Uh, but I believe that you got to get involved, call them right now and say, don't pass that crap. Because it's not only being used on, you know, these terrorists over there. It's being used on American citizens. Now, RICO, for you guys that do not know RICO, <laughs> RICO is something else. Uh, it was originally intended uh, to use against uh, the mafia. Uh, we call them the cynic outfit here in Chicago and cartels, all that good stuff in the early 70s. Well, guess what? It's no damn surprise what happens. They go and start using it for other purposes that it wasn't intended. 1979, I believe, it was first used against a motorcycle club. That was the Hells Angels. Sonny was actually uh, facing that stuff, and again, Thank God that they had the money to fight the government on this kind of stuff, man. You know, because without money, you don't win. Uh, so the RICO was used against them. Now, most recently, what was the scariest RICO decision that affects everybody was the Mongols case. They were actually able to. Now, think about this. Uh, say you're a Mongol. You wear a Mongol patch. Never had any trouble with the law in your life. Never even had a parking ticket. Well, guess what? They recoed the entire club. The entire club was recoed. Innocent people that never even had a traffic ticket. Never even had a traffic ticket were recoed. And these are the kind of laws that we're really standing up with. Uh-uh. Before 9-11, it was never this way. 
You actually had rights. You are in a surveillance state right now. Let's talk about, let's go back to, you know, Waco. They knew before that whole incident. They knew it. They testified on it. That they knew there could be trouble there. And they could have stopped it. Instead, what did they do? They let it, and you know what? I gotta say, the bikers were stupid on this one. They fell right into the trap. All kinds of crap went down. People died. People got injured. People got arrested. They fell right into the trap of the Leo. Because the Leo knew ahead of time. And how did they know? Through their informants. Of course, going through trial, they didn't get the informants' names. So... Because I had a lot of people, you know, why are you talking about the Bago so much in that Rico case? Because I was tickled to death that the little guy actually won against the federal government. Actually won. If you're looking for up-to-date biker news, then Insane Throttle is the place to be. Daily editorials and news that is dedicated to the biker scene. Come on over and join the number one internet biker news site at HarleyLiberty.com. Hi, this is John with Exit 27, and you're listening to Hollywood on Motorcycle Madhouse. Want to hear more of our music? Head on over to Spotify or iTunes. The number one internet biker radio show is now available on Spotify and all major platforms, including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and more. Don't forget to become a subscriber on any one of these platforms so you can be notified right away when our weekly episode is uploaded so you never miss an episode. Let's go. 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 <laughs> Evil says eventually the Boy Scouts will be hit with Rico, right? Uh, you know, your boy, Roy Boy, uh, repealed the Patriot Act, man. I wish that was, you know, I wish people would get behind. You cannot trade your security, your freedom for security, man. You can't do it. And a lot of people now don't understand that. You want to be safe, so you're going to give the government control look at in virginia man as soon as they got in control the gun uh uh control pushers as i call it i ain't gonna say one side or another because you know what i believe i like the study of politics i just don't like the people okay i I think it's fascinating how our country you know became and uh you know it actually bugs the hell out of me when people say we're a democracy we're not a democracy we're a republic. There's a huge freaking difference. If you don't know what the difference is, a democracy is when the majority rule. A republic is where the minority gets uh, hands up, man. Because you have to have some balance and stuff for it to go freaking crazy. So anyway, when the gun, uh, the gun control lunatics got into Virginia... They wanted to take, they wanted to be a California man. I do not know how you guys live in California if you're out there. That is like under a communist regime in California. Their gun control is so messed up, it's unreal. So, what's this have to do with, uh, the gun control have to do with everything? The first thing they do is they have to get you disarmed to take control of you. Then they got to give you a false sense of security. Man, do they got the playbook down to 1940s, man, because that's what that idiot over there, uh, you know, hopefully he's burning, burning, burning. But anyway, did he disarm his people and then he took over with mind control? 
Well, we'll provide your security and all that good stuff. Well, that's the same thing that's happening here with that uh, Patriot Act and uh, that FISA crap. It's just another step in taking away your rights. And one of the things they do is go after bikers is because, one, bikers are, a lot of them are ex-vets, man. You know, a lot of these ex-vets don't play around. Uh, and secondly, they know bikers band together and they're patriotic. So what do they got to do? Well, they got to try to take them down. And they're going to give them hell, take them down as much as they can until they beat you down and you don't want to fight no more. Well, you got to keep on fighting. You can't give away your Second Amendment rights because if you give your Second Amendment rights up, you give your First Amendment rights up. What do you think protects that First Amendment? It sure ain't the government. No, it's your Second Amendment. You know, it's funny. You know, that uh, freaking crazy dude, uh, you know, running for president right now, freaking guy with, uh, you know, I think the dude has dementia, man. He thought his freaking sister was his wife the other day. I was like, are you kidding me? It's actually sad to see it. I was like, man, are these guys pushing this guy? Because he don't know where he's at. It's like he's got Alzheimer's. But anyway, he says, well, you know, if you own an AR-15, you'll never be able to take over this country. You'll need to lead an F-18 or something. And you know what? You better know history then, man. Because during the first one, the military split in half along freaking, uh, you know, north and south. Do you really think that if uh, a civil war broke out again that the military wouldn't split? You're, you're kidding yourself if you don't think that. If it got to the point where, uh, you know, because I think we're in a soft civil war right now because, you know what, it, it's like what's, you know, it's funny, uh, most of my family's from West Virginia and Virginia. Do you know why I still got family that don't talk to each other because of that stupid war? But anyway, we got that nowadays where family members won't talk to each other because of their political views. So we're in a soft civil war here right now, but what's more dangerous is, see, I'm an NRA uh, recruiter, and I know a lot about this stuff because I attend the sem seminars, all that good stuff. There are so many attacks on your gun rights, it's unreal. There's a big one happening, and this is going to tell you how those gun grabbers are in New York City and New York. They actually passed a law where you couldn't hardly take your gun out of the house. Next thing you know, it got to the Supreme Court. Do you know what they did? They tried to change the law right away. That way there wouldn't be a major gun case decision. Because God knows they can't get nothing on the ballot. They got to go through the courts. So they right away changed it to try to make it mute. So hopefully the Supreme Court takes this case. And I'm waiting for something biker-related to actually get there, and I think it's going to be this Mongol case, because it's in the Ninth Circuit of Appeals right now, and it, it, it's going to have to go up there, man, because you got the government on one hand trying to take a trademark that they don't own, because when you own a trademark, you got to actually put it in use. What's the government going to do? Put a bunch of Mongol patches out there? <laughs> Unreal! That's not going to happen. So you got to have some interest in that trademark. And even trademark attorneys came out and said the same thing. So I think that's going to be the case that actually makes it to the Supreme Court. Another thing I'm hoping is 
with Rico and the whole entire organization, they didn't even name names in who's getting that. They just said the Mongols MC, you're convicted of Rico. Okay, at least with the outfit and the syndicate and all that kind of stuff, you got names named. You got to name people, okay? You know, you know, this guy's being uh, Rico, this guy. They didn't name anybody. So hopefully this is going to be the case that gets to the Supreme Court. And it's going to be more important, you know, than ever before that you get involved in this. Now, getting involved in, say, A-bait, man, I think it's like 35 bucks a year, guys. 35 bucks a year, and you've seen the video I showed you earlier of that uh, Iowa A-Bayet rally, that Freedom Run. You get that kind of stuff. You get to go to other uh, parties throughout the states. You don't even have to be in a club. You get to know that you're fighting for your rights, and you get to party at the same time. <laughs> oh, man, that's going to be a hell of a party, isn't it, Lee? My God, you guys got me pumped up now. Uh you know, because I believe you need to bring back the old parties from the old days. You know, I know a lot of you guys are going out to uh, Daytona. When I went out to Daytona, it was pretty cool. But I also found it to be too commercialized. It, it, it's just, it don't have that feel of just going out there, riding your bike, uh, kicking back in the sun, have a keg over sitting in the corner, got the tarps off your damn bike, you know, ready to sleep. See, I do either a two-man or I tarp it. Uh, I just can't do that freaking hotel stuff, man. I, I got to be right next to the bike the whole nine yards. But, uh, you know, that's what you can do joining that. Then you got, of course, you got more of, hey, STS, how you doing, bud? uh james provo mindy my girl mindy how you doing baby uh but uh anyway hey jared how you doing uh let's see we got rebel cat i gotta say hi to everybody a bait hazen pennsylvania party is about as old school arty as it gets anymore there you go a bait uh, hazen pa so there ain't no excuse not to join if anything if you don't want to do anything just give them your 35 bucks at least that goes to help you that's getting involved. Uh, let's see here. Marky G, it's sure like that. It's free as it gets in Daytona, but I still love your channel. Oh, all right, Marky, man, you rock on. And you know what? It's great having all your uh, support, guys. Uh, you know what? It's been about uh, a year of doing this channel. Uh, we broke over the 20,000 uh, mark, even though, as me and uh, BD was talking about the other day, man, we are fighting some channel throttling down right now, man. It is, uh, make sure you hit that bell notification because if you don't, you will not see any of our videos, man. They won't recommend it to you, nothing, because our channel has news in the title. Now, what happens is they want mainstream, because the mainstream media is hurting right now, because you got guys like us that are covering specific niches, and they're losing audience share. You know, you look at CNN, man, they get like 500,000 people watching a show or something like that. Everybody's usually on YouTube now, or we're on Bitch Shoot, all that good stuff. Uh, so they're losing money, so what do they do? They're throttling down channels like us. BD has really got throttled down, man. I thought it was bad for us. They just they took his kneecaps out, man. Uh, so make sure that you uh, hit that uh, 
bell button because if not you don't get nothing happening uh, you don't but uh if you guys want to call in go ahead and call in i'll take a couple uh freaking phone calls from you guys 847-957-1686 can actually see the phone number right behind me how do you guys like that banner man i love that banner they did a pretty good job on that let's go here invader biggie imc my daughter called me crying a couple months ago telling me the navy denied her a some security sense of job because of my affiliation with a motorcycle club and he has no uh, felonies are you oh my god <laughs> here is a daughter serving in her country and because the old man is in a motorcycle club they knock her for it has nothing to do with her she's not around it's just because she has a father or a relative that's in a motorcycle club and they think they can knock somebody you know that is how sick how sick this country has become you have somebody that's fighting for our freedom standing up for this country and you treat her like that that's unbelievable man you know uh, I don't know, Invader Biggie, man. That, that just sounds messed up, man. If you want to tell the story a little bit more, man, you can give us a call, 847-957-1686. I'm going to get going again here, man. I already went off on that firefighter stuff, man. But now a service member, you don't go after service members because they got relatives in a motorcycle club. That's just ass nine and insane. And you're right, uh, your boy, Roy boy. That's out of control. How do you punish somebody else for not even doing anything? Again, and you're right, Evil. It's unfortunately, it happens a lot. But that's why you got to get back and fight. You got to get in the fight if you want something to done. If not, all we're going to be doing is talking about, uh, you know, uh, you know, they're doing this. It makes me mad. Well, what are you doing about it? Like I talked in the other video. If you're not involved, then don't cry when it happens to you. At least if it happens to you, you'll get in a damn fight. <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, so I don't forget, uh, there's some people that just came in. Uh, I will be covering the uh, Confederation of Clubs in Indianapolis. That's May 8th and uh, May 9th, Friday. Um, May 8th at 5, me and Black Dragon will be there having a meeting and greet. You guys should come. Everybody, you guys can come. You don't have to have a patch or any of that stuff. Come up there and see how the clubs are actually working together. Now, you will you know on Biker News, hey, I got to put out that angle. And it don't seem like clubs are working together because there's all kinds of fights, all kinds of stuff going on. But there are a lot of clubs that are trying to pull together to make sure that their way of life is protected in your way of life so get over to this convention and check us out man we'll be there uh you know what i'm actually going to be getting uh a whole list of the stuff that's going to be happening at uh the convention that you guys can sit in there's some that's club only some that's not so make sure that you do that and also again i'll be at the abay thing uh july uh fourth weekend july 2nd through the fourth i believe so get on over there uh let's go back into the chat room hail pdr what's up buddy uh, John Doe, I could not join the National Guard because I have scars from self-harming. Never heard of being 
being denied because of a family in the MC. Yeah, that's just bad. You know what? I cannot believe that. That's so messed up. It's unfreaking real and it's unnecessary. And the government should be damned ashamed of their damn selves. Blue-eyed Buddhist. What's up, buddy? Uh, you know what? I study that a little bit. Uh, tell all these fake MCs to get out and ride with some respectable clubs. Go to rallies. Find out events. Meet real bikers. You know what, Blue-Eyed? You actually uh, bring up a very, very good point. Uh, I actually got a video that's going to be coming out uh, titled, So You're a Badass One Percenter Now. And what that video is going to be about is... These clubs, see, I only believe maybe 10, 15 uh, clubs that wear 1% uh, diamonds are true one percenters. The rest of them, I don't consider that because most of these guys started up in, uh, well, you had the Outlaws in the late 30s, you had HA in the 40s, then you had Ditos, Mongols, uh, and uh, Pagans and all that stuff around late 50s, early 60s. Uh, then you had... Uh, the Galloping Goose out there, the uh, SOS Sons of Silence, them guys put in their dues for that 1% diamond. And a lot of them now, I don't believe, put in their dues, man. There's a lot of suffering that happened within them other motorcycle clubs. You had guys that went to the grave for their club. You had guys spend uh, lifetimes uh, in prison for their freaking club. And then when you see some of these uh, guys, these new clubs just throw on, put a 1% diamond on, and they say they're one percenters, it's like, yeah, no. Mm -mm. I, I'll never, you know, but I'm, I, I'm of the older school thinking when it comes to that kind of stuff. Uh, I don't know how it is now, but uh, yeah, they just come in, they put these diamonds on, next thing you know, there's all kinds of problems. And you're right. Most of the time, you have these pop-ups that come in to the scene. They put the diamonds on, and all they do is sit out in the back of the yard, uh, puffing or whatever, throwing out their chest, you know, pulling their peckers, and, you know, they call themselves one percenters, you know. It, it's a sad state of affairs in the club scene, but that's just the way it's became, man. Uh and I don't know if you call them fake MCs. Most of them, I would, but uh, I, I don't. The, the way people think nowadays, I don't know, man. Everything's freaking changed to me. Uh, the PC mode, the whole nine yards. I, again, go over to that second channel and check it out, and you'll see a lot more of my opinions over there. I keep them uh, really. I don't know, what do you say, uh, like six minutes, seven minutes long. That way they ain't uh, rambling, rambling, rambling. Uh, I just put the link up there uh, for that channel. Anyway, before I lose my chain of thought, you know, Roy uh, Boy just put up uh, the Patriot Act labels Biker Clubs Terrorist Organizations. And on that Rika Visa video, I actually put a video up there where a cop... I think it, I don't know what county it was down in Florida actually said that motorcycle clubs were terrorists. He actually said this. So it ain't conspiracy, it ain't no BS. He actually said this. And of course he has two FBI agents sitting right next to him. So that's where law enforcement thinking's really at, man. And that should be scary to everyone. 
to everyone. Uh, that Patriot Act, man, I know uh, it was really bad right after 9-11. But, of course, after 9-11, everybody was spooked, man. It was an incident that didn't happen to this country since uh, the Japs uh, bombed Pearl Harbor. And everybody was, you know, rushing, hey, we need to do this, we need to do this, we need to be secure. And so they let these politicians pass it, and at the same time, they let them take away their rights. And I think that's what's wrong with the, the public school system. I really do, is they teach these kids not about life, but about their ideologies, and they teach it them that this country's bad. You know, when you have a poll where you have a lot of younger kids, I think it's like at 43% of them support socialism, there's a problem in this country. And there's a problem with the education in this country. 43%? Are you, uh, you're kidding me, right? Well, I guess they didn't have to live what we all lived through, you know, us older people. You know, you'll know what I'm talking about, communism. You know what? We had the USSR, the Soviet Union. They owned half of Europe, man. Every freaking day you were wondering if a damn nuclear bomb was going to drop on your ass or if some war was going to start. Thank God we only used, you know, intermediaries to war with each other like Vietnam, Afghanistan, all that type of stuff so it didn't break out into a full nuclear war. But many of us had to live under that. But to see that the young generation actually believes in socialism, you're nuts. Doesn't anybody teach these kids how many people lost their lives to socialism? Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? Need your daily dose of biker news? Then what are you waiting for? Visit HarleyLiberty.com and keep up to date with all the happenings in the biker scene. And wait! There's more. Insane Throttle Biker News is now on Instagram. Come on over and give us a follow and get special video content not seen elsewhere on the net. Just type in Insane Throttle Biker News in the search bar. In your face, all over the place. We're online 24-7, 24-7. Nuts. Just nuts, man. You know, that's a big dummy if you ask me. <laughs> big dummy. Uh, but I think, you know, that's another reason why, again, they don't like bikers. Because we actually think, well, at least some of us, man, you know, doing this business the way I have for the last, I don't know, since whatever I got it going. Uh, I've seen some pretty stupid people, man. They've asked me some pretty stupid things. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Ghost, I'm active U.S. Army. My pops is in a diamond club. I've had to hide all my photos and support gear in my air vent because if I get caught with it, we'll immediately face possible jail time if convicted. You know what? That is so damn messed up, uh, Ghost. I cannot believe our military... Really? You know, Invader was having the same problem. What the hell's going on in the military? You know, it's bad enough with, uh, you know, I don't know if you know, the military just came out and says, well, we're banning everything that has to do with the Confederacy, the Confederate flag, the whole nine yards. Now, 
I have my whole family line comes from uh, down south, okay? So it didn't sit too good with me. You know, I don't care who PC calls, you know, the Confederate flags this or this. You know, it's part of my heritage. Sorry, too bad. I had two great-great-grandfathers fight in the uh, 17th Regiment of the Northern Army of Virginia. So, uh, uh-uh. And then I've had family fight in every damn war this country's had. So, yeah, guys like me are going to get pissed off about that, but I cannot even imagine what a ghost is going through with his pops is in a diamond club and he has to hide it what kind of crap is that man that's our military should be worrying about them bastards over in the middle east or whoever else wants to come after us take care of them and don't worry about what the hell's going on with a couple bunch of bikers man give me a freaking break man that's just freaking unreal that's you know what and you're right, Roy Boy. That's it, it's going against the spirit of the freaking law, and it's freaking it's disgusting. And it's funny, Dirty Knobs, that you mentioned this. Now look at the kids over in Europe compared to here in the United States. Most of them countries, you have to do at least one year or two years of service. What do you guys think? I should something like that should be initiated because. Quite frankly, these kids are not ready for life, man. This newer generation is actually scary. They are most of them don't know how to sign their name to a check. Most of them don't know how to read a regular analog clock. It has to be digital or it's got to tell them what time it is. They don't know how to write cursive. What kind of country have we really become? And then you got teacher unions out there screaming, we want more money, but you can't get somebody to read or say their ABCs and you want more money. No, that's just fucking brainwashing, man. You know, it's funny. My daughter, she's in uh, college. And boy, do we get into something because, you know, it's all liberal up there. And, you know, I'm a big uh, conservative, if you will. And we get back and forth all the time. And it's like I see through here what they're teaching them i was like that just is not real man how are you gonna make it you know life is tough man and that's one thing i was talking about motorcycle clubs mindy uh the uncle was in vietnam he was so cool yeah my uncle was in uh nam too uh he was a door gunner and uh he got shot down twice but on the third time an rpg took him out but anybody in vietnam is my uh, favorite generation but uh going back to that subject with motorcycle clubs it is not all and i say it all the time it's not, and it's not because i'm trying to be a jerk but it's not all cookies and ice creams in the motorcycle club scene man you know i know a lot of people you know sometimes have an issue that hey you know the biker news it's all the bad where's the good uh well you know we report on what's being reported on you know it's not milk and cookies it's not all games out there man you got to remember it's a street thing and no matter what your opinion on the internet is you go on the street it's 10 times different you know me and black dragon we're talking about the protocol thing i was like the reason why we don't cover it bd is because what might be happening here in the midwest does not translate to what's going on down south out east out west so i don't even uh talk about it you know we did at first but we don't do it anymore because what i seen was instead of people understanding that this is entertainment they actually took it serious 
people actually took some of the stuff that me or BD or any of the other ones out there as gospel. Guys, this is an entertainment program. Girls, too. It's entertainment, man. They're just my opinions. My opinions are either, they're not right, they're not wrong. Some are wrong, some are right. Don't take this as gospel, man, because it's going to get you hurt. <laughs> it really is. And that's one of the things I talked about BD with was maybe you might want to put a disclaimer or something out. Because people are actually stupid enough to think a lot of this stuff is uh, for real that we talk about in other areas of the country. You know, you might have this protocol here, but over here you're going to get a black eye for it. I'm up in the air of being a Sons of Silence or being an angel. Well, I know SOS is the best out of the two. That's all I can say, you know. You know, everybody knows my bias, so I ain't even going to get on there. Uh, I think they're, you know, I think they're an audible club. I think they're one of the best uh, clubs out there, the Sons. Uh, I, you know, but I'm a Midwest kid, and I believe in the Midwest clubs. I believe they're more down to earth. Uh, I believe they're more of what you would uh, say is the true club life is, you know, the Midwest clubs. But that's, again, just my opinion. And you guys need to understand that's just my opinion. And when you listen to all the other creators, and you know what? I really believe in what the other creators are doing. I believe in all this information you're able to get your hands on. It ain't like the old days where you had easy riders or any of that crap where you had to wait a month. Now you get opinions from all over the freaking world and you get to, you know, chew on it to see what you believe, what you don't believe. But in the end, we're just freaking entertainers, guys. You got to get out on the street, learn for yourself what the hell's going on out there. If you want to be in a motorcycle club, here's the deal. Here's what you need to do. You need to go out, find the club you're interested in, go up, talk to them, shoot the shit, maybe go into a couple uh, open house parties, get to know some of the guys, and then for the next year, go out, and hang get to know them that's all you have to do and then the process starts from there don't go out there just looking for a patch because yeah there's clubs that will take you oh there are but those are also the clubs that don't last and those also are the clubs that uh it's going to get you a black eye so that's that's it's that simple you don't need us telling you how to do this or what not to watch this or watch that no, it's easy as going down to uh, the local bar or going to the rally, man. They're at the rallies all the time. Say, hey, how you doing? You know, go up there, shake their freaking hand and say, this is who I am. And, you know, maybe go up to their table, buy some support merchandise because that helps them out. And say, hey, you know, I'd like to hang around. And if you're, you know, you're cool. Yeah. John Doe, I bought weed from an ex-Hells Angels lady. Sons of Silence sounds tough to join. I don't even know motorcycle mechanics, bro. Just how to ride. You know what? There's a lot of good riding clubs out there, John. There really are. I think with you, I think you need to go join a riding club or a motorcycle association. You know, maybe go join Hog. You know, definitely get involved in A-Bait, but I don't think a one percenter club uh would be for you uh yeah hmm. you know 
I'm the real John Doe, by the way. Uh, Chicago FD Chase, her first time I ever came across a club was the Outlaws in downtown Chicago. AOA, man, that's one of those... Uh, those are one of the down-the-earth clubs, man. If you haven't met an AOA, you don't know what you're missing. They're great guys. They're hard-working, blue-collar. Uh, they're just, you know, the Suns and uh, the Outlaws are more the down-earth uh, guys. Uh, let's see here. Brian Jordan from Canada East, Newfoundland, man. You know what? I cry and whine about the weather here in uh, northern Illinois, how cold it is. I get, oh, I couldn't even imagine what it was up there. It is freaking cold up there. But anyway, nice to see ya. It's the same here. Lefties everywhere. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It, it really is. It's like a little disease, man. That's what I call it. Uh, let's see here. Mindy Gilson. That's my girl. Good luck to all the new jacks. Have a cupcake. <laughs> you gotta love it. <laughs> uh, Corey, let's see. CJ, what's going on, brother? Hello from Texas. Oh, I love my Texas guys. Much black and gray love to you, man. Rock and roll, buddy. Uh, Rebel Cat grew up around 1%ers. Went to an event sponsored by a so-called 1% club with my old lady. Told her to pay attention. Next week, we're at one of my bike shop and the number of pagans there. Rock and roll, man. Uh, Jared's freezing up in northern Maine. You know what? We actually got a good uh, warm front coming through. I think Sunday... It's going to be 61 here. Going to put on a couple hundred on that one. Uh, John Doe, you're back. What's up there, man? Never said that the Sundowners beanie from SB or FFB California was not given to me by the club. Just a friend named Edward Appleson. Don't na uh, do me a favor, bud. Don't name drop on over here, man. Uh, Invader Biggie, my man. Uh, it's going to be in uh, nice in uh, northern Illinois this weekend. Rock and roll, man. I think it's going to be like 60 degrees, uh, Biggie. 61, 62 degrees out here. And, uh, yeah, I, I tell you what. I got so much damn cabin fever. It's unreal. It's like I bang my head on the wall, okay? And... In northern Illinois, it teases your ass, okay? It teases you all the way to May. Like, I'm still waiting for our last snowfall of the year, and it always comes, you know, between March 26th and the end of the month. It says, oh, we got all these six degrees here, you dork. You know, Jack Frost comes up and kicks you in the ass and says, here's a good snowstorm for you. Then April to, you know... June all the time it's like rain last year was rain 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 but yeah man I can't uh you can't wait to this uh weekend uh big lock John Brown I was reading up on AMA I finally concluded that all non-AMM AMA MCs were profiled by AMA as outlaws you know that goes along that's a history that's long back uh, the AMA actually is a sanctioning body of a lot of the races you got you know but I'm a little uh, disturbed and perturbed if you will by AMA right now all they're talking about is dirt tracks you know we got a lot of problems going on with profiling a lot of problems going on with uh, different emissions and all that stuff and you're worried about dirt bikes give me a break man kill me you're killing me uh, I was born and raised in central Wisconsin that's why I moved to Mexico <laughs> JD, exactly. Have a good uh, evening. Sorry for being a name dropper. Late, y'all. Well, come back to the channel, man. You'll get to learn a lot of stuff like that. Uh, uh, Ohio rider, you'll be riding up on Ohio, huh? 
Rock and roll, man. Hey, you going to the Chillicote uh, Easy Rider scene, man, or did they cancel it because Easy Riders became a fashion magazine? Can you guys believe that? A freaking fashion magazine. <laughs> I almost died when I seen that. Uh, let's see here. Don't have to be a one percenter to be in a good club. I think you should point out outlaw clubs don't have to be a one percenter. You got that right, uh, Buddhist. Uh, you know, you'll mostly see me recommending riding clubs. You'll see me recommending uh, motorcycle associations. And a lot of people say, well, what, you got something against MCs? No, I don't have nothing against MCs. I'm actually saving them headaches. Uh, that's why I recommend, just like you've seen is, uh, earlier, where you need to be in a riding club or an association, man. You, you don't want to go for the big ones. You don't want to be in motorcycle clubs you're not ready for because MCs take a lot of freaking uh, commitment and it's just wrong if I'm the one who's going to be telling you, hey, go join this club or join that club when I know damn well, just by the way you're talking to me, that you wouldn't be ready and you'd just be wasting the club's time. And if you did get in and the crap came down and the next thing you know, uh, you're, 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 you're squeaking on the freaking uh, witness stand. CJ, well, don't really matter. Earn your spot in the world. Maintain your grounds. But... With good character and integrity, two things you were born with and die with. Rock and roll, man. Uh, big lock. AMA was so segregated that anyone who wanted to party with AMA back in the 30s and 40s were rejected. So they founded their own motorcycle clubs and partied out. You know what? It is very true, Big John, that AMA was uh, segregated big time, man. Uh, if you're a black Mexican, you couldn't be in the AMA back in the early days. Uh, Hellbilly, club talk is funny. Get out and learn. It's a, like a trading skill. I love Hellbilly, man. You can read and study all you want, but you're never going to learn firsthand until you get your hands dirty. Boy, is that the statement of the show right there. Get out there and learn for your damn selves. Uh, <laughs> you know, that is... Uh, wait, wait. So you're telling me if we're listening to you, we shouldn't join a 1% club. Honestly... If we're listening to me, you're telling me we shouldn't be joining a 1% club. No, because I don't know you or don't know what you're like, and I get a lot of those type of questions. No, I'm never going to recommend motorcycle clubs. I'm always going to recommend riding clubs and motorcycle associations, and that right there is why. That is right there is why. Because, yes, I love seeing on the show John Doe, but if you're asking them type of questions, should I join the uh, SOS or should I join the Hells Angels, you're actually asking somebody you do not know. Now, why would I, not knowing you, your capabilities, if you're even a cop or any of that stuff, well, you should go join the Hells Angels or you should go join SOS. Why would I even tell you that? Why would I tell anybody that on the internet to go join this or go join that when I don't know who you are, where you've been, what experience you had? No, I'm going to keep it simple and say, go join a riding club or go join an association because... Those types of groups, you really don't need to be committed. You don't have to put your whole thing into it. So, yeah, that's what I'm going to recommend, man. And I'm not trying to be a jerk, but 
I get a lot of people that ask that stuff, and I don't know you. But real question is, are you wanting to be a part of a 1% for the status, which most people are, uh, Corey, or actually be a part of the culture and grow with them? It seems uh, like people do things for status that other men work for. And you're damn right, man. Damn right, Corey. You, you know, one thing I always said is you don't have to have a patch to be a biker. You, you know, the better thing is independent or a riding club, or on a motorcycle association. Actually, uh, John, what you need to do is March 16th at 7 o'clock, I'm going to be having a premiere of uh, a doc that I did, a production video with the Moose Riders. That is an activity club. You know, they're great people. They go out there. They raise money for Moose Heart and all that good stuff. That is something you should look into. You shouldn't be looking in the MCs, man. And that's... Oh, wow. Anyway, I'm going to move on real quick before my temper goes. A lot of 99% clubs, RCs around here wear AMA patches just to make it clear they are not 1%. And you know what? There's there's nothing wrong with uh, that, Rebel. Uh, the, actually, if you're going to join a motorcycle club, I do suggest you go to an AMA type of club. Because, again... You got to know your capabilities, man. You got to make sure you know how serious these MCs are. And that gets a lot of people in trouble with MCs. It's because they want to go in for the status or they want to go in for the look and they don't go in for the right reason. I uh, said on the other video the other day, how many MC members do you see that actually make it to 20 years? You don't because it's a hard damn life, man. It takes everything you got especially in the true one percenter clubs so why am i as a damn right as dumb radio host gonna tell you hey off that a question you based well i think you should choose this or you should choose that one no off of that statement what i'm gonna do is say you need to join the damn writing club i didn't say you didn't have to watch you know if you watch me you know don't join a one i didn't say that man come on anyway what we got here it's common sense, man. That's what keeps you alive. Uh, common sense, something that really is not around any damn more. <laughs> not in this scene. I used to remember when bikers could actually smell bullshit. Not no more. You can't smell it anymore. There's a lot of people that just can't smell it. They just take people for face value. They're not curious about their motives it's just a sad state of affair uh castle doctrine uh, live this is new rock and roll man yeah I, like i said before i haven't been uh doing it a lot because of the throttle down on our channel uh through uh the platform it's like you, you, we have to put a lot of time and a lot of effort into making this stuff and when they throttle you down it's kind of hard but it's kind of great to see everybody again uh, again, make sure you hit the freaking notification bell. That helps out. And I'm going to try to do these, uh, you know, uh, you know, at least once a week again. I'm going to try. Don't, you know, because I got so much stuff going on, but I'm going to try to do it. Uh, hell, Billy, let's see here. People don't understand by joining an MC, you gain a lot of clout, good and bad. You need to be ready for the ramifications that come from those colors that you think you're willing to fly. 
<laughs> you got that right, Hillbilly. You got that right, good or bad. And you know what? Honestly, a lot of bad comes from it, man, because you got to deal with the profiling. Uh, you got to deal with the money situation because it ain't cheap, man. It ain't cheap. Uh, it ain't cheap in those damn clubs. How do they throttle you down, hell? Basically, what happens is because we got news in our title of our videos, in our descriptions, in our channel names, what they do is they don't show our videos unless you hit that bell. They won't show it to new people, you know, what we call new subscribers compared to returning subscribers. They don't show our stuff. You know, we used to have videos that would do 40, 50,000 views. Now they cut us down to like, you know, maybe, you know, two, three, four or 5,000 views, man. They throttled us down so bad it was unreal. Uh, Black Dragon, he actually got hit harder than I did. Uh, so that's why I'm on other different platforms and stuff. I, I'm actually, uh, Instagram, I actually do a lot of uh, videos over there too. Big Lock John, uh, why rush into joining a club, especially a one percenter club? Because my understanding is there aren't a lot of clubs available to join. And if you're not ready and become a member, you could end up out bad. Uh, you know, there is, you know, a one percenter club. It used to be where you actually had to be around from a kid with them or you had to be a family member to get invited in. But it, again, a lot's changed. A one percenter club, uh, unless you come from the streets, unless you're real serious about what you want to do, go join a 99% or go join a, you know, again, I'm always a writing club. Uh, Mindy Mindy Girl, yeah, a little common sense can keep you alive around the club scene, you're damn right. Dom's in the room, man, Dom's in the room, how you doing, Dom? Uh, let's see here, my Buddhist. These days, if you're not ready in the scenes, why join it? Just be cool and not let it. You know what? Best thing I can tell you about that kind of stuff is be independent, join a writing club, or go out there and freaking party like it's freaking, what is that, 1999 or whatever they call it, and don't worry about a patch. Because, and I know I'm going to catch hell about that, but like I always tell the club guys, you see some of the questions I'm getting? Yeah, what do you want me to tell them? There you go. I'll take a couple more questions. Uh, we're running on an hour here. If it ain't got the same time, or if it ain't got the time, stay independent. Jamon, what's up, my boy? Jamon. Alan, been writing four years. I like being independent. You know, I love the, the independent stuff, man. There's so much you get to do. You don't have the restrictions. You don't, because you know what? In a club, man, it's actually, it's pretty restricted. You got to do this. You got to do that. It's like having a second job, but you, you know, you don't get paid. <laughs> well, guys, uh, we're coming out on an hour, nine minutes. Uh, Again, thanks for this live stream. I finally figured it out through the old uh, platform. I couldn't figure it out through the new one. So, but I'm going to try to have at least once a week, you know, that kind of good stuff. Uh, but it's been an awesome discussion, man. Really awesome discussion. Uh, really appreciate all the support. Remember tomorrow's video. You're going to see that one I'm talking about uh, 
with the bandito uh connection to that firefighter and how he got uh fired over that stuff and you're also gonna see mr wizards back with the 15 things you need to know about the hell's angel i actually tried to get this guy in the show he wouldn't come on the show man <laughs> but uh it is what it is don't forget to join that second channel up guys don't forget to hit the like and that bell the uh, notification share us around Facebook, we're almost at 70,000 followers. Get on over that. Of course, you got HarleyLiberty.com, all that good stuff. But really appreciated the show this morning or this afternoon anyway, whatever, evening. Where the hell are you guys at? It's probably morning somewhere anywhere. But it is time to 420 it up. And uh, don't forget, guys, save that pink taco. And, uh, again, appreciate all the super chats, man. All that goes right back into the show. And you guys are killer, man. I appreciate it. I'll talk to you guys later. Well, that's it for this week's episode of Motorcycle Madhouse. Don't forget to go over to Insane Throttle's new YouTube channel. And also get your daily dose of biker news every morning at HarleyLiberty.com. If you haven't done so already, go like the new Motorcycle Madhouse Facebook page. And until next week, I'm James Hollywood Machikari. And remember, keep that throttle cracked wide open.